Queensland on his balcony with the train. The trains will be rattling this evening, this episode, so get around him. He's joined us following a 130-point loss, just got back from dinner with his girlfriend, uh, everyone's favourite, Matt Judd. Yep, brought to you by a quarter Hawaiian, juicy and tender quarter rotisserie chicken with serving of WA's favourite chips, tasty pineapple fritter and two tempura battered bananas. Oh, mate, are we pumping up chicken treat this episode? Uh, that was Red Rooster. Oh. oh, that was Chicken Treat. Sorry, no, you're right. <laughs> well, I pumped you oh, up God, big I've time. Just, I've just offended the sponsors. <laughs> yeah, we've just, we're not sure which, we're going with Chicken We're going with chicken Treat. So, brought to you by Chicken Treat, as always, always have been. Always will be, um, hope. Mate, thanks for joining me. We come again together on a Thursday because things were a little bit, we can't record on a Wednesday following a loss like that, so we need an extra day to... Relax, calm down. Yeah, we'll run with that. We'll run with that as why. <laughs> well, definitely, definitely wasn't that I was a little bit drunk and got home late. I was like, oh shit. Could be The that. time difference kills me though. Because you get home from work and you're like ready to go. And that's when it's like 6.30, 7pm for me. So I've been like waiting for two, three hours. Yeah. And for people that don't know I'm running the show that I'm running... It's very hard to explain why I need to be home from 7 till 7.45. Yeah, you need to be home. Yeah, it's a lot easier for me to be home right now um, by myself. But, you know, I'm sure everyone's glad that we're convening together because we're on the Thursday night, which I reckon is more about pumping us up for the Collingwood game rather than recapping all the disappointments of what yeah, happened I think down so there. It's not Cadenia Park anymore, is it? No, so it's, it's been like four things since Cadenia Park. So it was Cadenia Park, then it was Skilled Stadium, then it was Simmons Stadium, and now it's GMHBA Stadium. Skilled. Yeah, it was Skilled Stadium, I think, when we beat them in that pre-qualifying uh, yeah, final. Yeah, it was Skilled is what I remember more. Because when... Yeah. yeah. It's now GMHBA. Cadenia Park yeah. is like a long time ago, yeah. GMHBA. I GMHBA. think they're all just like insurance brokers. Well, anyway, we'll... <sighs> I mean, I don't want you to read it out, but it is it is our tradition. Yeah, I'm looking we... at it now and I'm like, ugh. The uh, score worm is damning. How good's that score worm? That thing the goes score sky worm, high. Well, Duck sent the score worm to us and I was like, I've never seen it in that scale. 48, 96, 144 are the three sections. And, and it's like 10 points in the positive for us in the first quarter. <laughs> That thing just Whatever goes Whatever it up. is. Yeah, it's about 10 or 9 points. We were up by 9 points a quarter time. And then no more goals. It was just like, it's just like a step ladder. It's like a stairway to heaven How for their c- final score. Punch, punch, punch that final score out for us, mate. 24-14-158 It was a low, wasn't it? It wasn't ideal, was it? No. Nah. No, nah, it was probably, I remember, I think we lost to, maybe two years ago, we lost to Sydney. It might have been Pavs 300. It was back, it was back-to-back Sydney-Richmond, and we lost by 100 both both times. Actually, I remember fondly a Richmond game where we lost by 100 points, and I stole... Oh, was that that game? I stole a seat. Yeah, you from, stole a bench. I stole a bench seat from Subiaco. Well, allegedly. You allegedly stole a bench. No one's ever proven that you stole no that. No proven it, but I did take... I was the bench thief, and I took it, and that was the last 100-point loss game I went to, so luckily I wasn't down there at Geelong, and they got to keep all their seats. Well, if only we had been down there, I would have stolen something. Oh, mate, wasn't it? It was bitterly disappointing, um, especially after the first quarter was, was quite... That's, I suppose, I want to try to pump it up and talk some positives, but it really did go downhill quick. Well, I thought the first quarter, I was like, oh, sweet, we did really well. And I was like, you know what? You know how we, our theory normally is with Frio? That if we do well in the first quarter, yeah. then, like, we're on. It was not correct. 
No. That no. was not the case at all. We generally pump them up with how they start. It all depends on how they start. And they have really shot us in the foot with that theory. And we run that a fair bit. I run it a lot because I feel like that, it, that is a, a um, something that tells me quite well. There aren't too many. I mean, we can try stretching positives out. If you've got any, you can go first. Well, Five I don't have any good. positives after quarter time. Nah, none. If you want to dive in, I mean, we can dive into some... I think... So, I made some notes. I think I said first quarter was, like, sweet and competitive. The next three were gross. But the next three were almost the same as most of the games we played that are bad, where we play three bad quarters and one good quarter. Yeah. Often it's like the first half of the first quarter and it's like the last half of the final quarter and we score like four or five goals in both periods. Yeah. And so basically this game was a combination of us not scoring those late goals, those junk goals, and also Geelong putting us away really badly and... Like, how often have we had a 10 goal, 10 goals one to zero quarter? Like, even in our scores quarters, we generally don't concede 10 goals one. Yeah, 10 goals. So, that, that, that was hard to watch. Yeah. That was really, yeah, they just piled them on. That, especially tuning in, I was very happy to watch it. That second quarter would have turned most people away. I'd be surprised if Mate, people that hurt me. Third. It hurt me. Hurt me hard. Hurt me good and hard. Yeah. Um, and our effort was just so disappointing. I mean, there was... It just looked shit, didn't it? Yeah. And oh, it's hard to single people out, but I mean, some of the... Set, like Hayden Valentine's four disposals, pretty bad. Cam Mac. Yeah, Cam Mac, four disposals. I mean, he I like Cox... Cox and Tabernacle were kind of up and about in the first quarter, and you thought he would... And then just died, yeah. Um, you thought he would Probably blend a in in some issue, way. but yeah. Um, I mean, it's two teams at completely different ends. There's been so much talk this week about it. It's kind of died down now that it's a Thursday. Mm. But, like, Geelong, Geelong were... All we needed was a little Ben Cousins 14 grams of meth in his butt story <laughs> for, for it to die down. It didn't take much. It's like, well, it took, like, 14 didn't grams. It didn't take much. <laughs> Conspiracy theory, Q Oz, uh, X Files music, <laughs> like Steve Rossich has just like planted the fourteen grams up his butt and just like fuck, we need something to take the pressure off. Yeah, yeah. literally, he's like I was abducted by aliens, Fremantle Docker aliens. <laughs> A bright light came down and picked me up, and it was just Rossich with his high beams on, but, pop in, but bend that over. puts Geelong. That puts Geelong into the top eight. Like it's very, yeah, it's too. It that, it's, that made Geelong the finals because their percentage jumped up enough that they basically can't miss finals now. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I, I like it, at first, I was very livid with that, and then at second glance, I'm no more livid at that than when we lost to Collingwood by sixty points or by you know all those games we lost by more than 60, 70 points. I'm in hindsight no more livid about it. Exactly. It's just annoying that we did so well early and then capitulated rather than yeah. like capitulating early. <laughs> it's like, it, for some reason, it's worse that we capitulated later in the game. We're yeah. like, hang on, you guys were playing well and then you capitulated. Like, what was the difference it, it, besides the wind? Not kicking a goal for three quarters. That's hard to stomach. It's but... hard, man. And particularly when we had shots late to just make it so that we had scored a goal. Like, come on, man, just score a late goal. Like, like, have a little bit of cold-bloodedness that you can score that goal late and it doesn't mean that we went goalless for three quarters. Yeah, 30 inside 50 is pretty terrible for a game of football. But we watched but Generally, it. you can score more than three goals with 30 inside 50s. Like we're scoring a goal one in every 10 inside 50s. Well... well bit... Look, the only thing I wanted to say about that, and I think Oz and Duck spoke about it a bit, so we listen to this podcast. It's called Duff and Quarters Footy WA Podcast, whatever it is. And um, Duffield, who is Paul Duffield's uh, uncle, I believe, um, went on a massive rant about Fremantle, about how their skills are just shit, which we, we talk about every week, about how we just miss the stupidest things. 
and we turn half chances into nothing, or we turn genuine chances into nothing, and other teams turn half chances into goals. Mm-hmm. And we just watch it like it's part of the 10 years hard labor, basically. Yeah. And he was like, he's watched two teams train all year, and they are the Eagles and the Dockers, and the Eagles basically value skill and Freeman will value effort, which effort can only get you so far. <laughs> like, I could go and try real hard in an AFL game and I don't think I'd get very far. But like someone else that's not trying hard, like a like a Gunston or a Bruce or someone that doesn't look like they're trying that hard could easily skin us because they're skillful. Yeah. I think his point about the Dockers need to value skill, like fair enough value defence, fair enough value effort, but also value the ball when it's in your hand, not giving it straight back. Yeah. And I, it's something that every team, every person that's played football knows how hard it is to keep trying at 100%, even if you value effort, if you've just tried for five minutes straight or three minutes straight or two minutes straight, and then you give it straight back and you have to now try even harder for another two minutes to get the ball back. And then you give it straight back and then you have to try again. Yeah. And you're just like, well, after quarter time, I'm going to stop trying as hard, even though... You know, I'll still look like I'm trying. It shouldn't be taken for granted. Like It's mental. Yeah. We should be able to hit these things a lot better. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't think it's that hard. The basics aren't a given. I mean. I don't think it's that hard. Yeah. But, it, but you know, the best sometimes stuff it up and, and we do too much. I think stuffing it up sometimes is fine because that happens. We're human. But stuffing up more times than we get goals like, you know, stuffing up easy things and not scoring any goals, it, it's obviously more of a problem with us than it is with other teams. Oh, no one knows it, the it's, pain. It's very frustrating. Mate. It's 10 years hard labour, and I think that's where 10 years hard labour came from. It's basically like we do all the hard work and we don't get a goal, and the other team's like the ball bounces weird and they get like three goals. It's just like, what? Yeah, no. Hang on. <laughs> How did you just score three goals then? Mate. Because, like... A free kick happened and the ball bounced weird. <laughs> and suddenly we're like 20 goals down. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> no. yeah, it's not good. Well, um, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Well, <laughs> I'm done with that game. Mate, uh, well, it's Thursday. I hope everyone else is done with it. We're probably going to dive in. We're going to get to some more exciting stuff. We're, we're just going to get to some general AFL stuff because it is the last week um, it is for last the season. Week, yeah. So looking at... The teams and the ladder. The pain's nearly over. <laughs> <coughs> For us, it doesn't. It doesn't mean so much. But the ladder is very interesting. I mean, top spot sewed up by Richmond. Yeah. However, it two leaves. Games clear. Yeah, mm. it does leave. Depending on well, percentage depending, it leaves West Coast, Collingwood, and Hawthorn in a very interesting <sighs> battle. It's it's weird to and, see Hawthorn back up there. Sydney and Hawthorne play this week as well. They're yeah. in that category too. Yeah, and then backing crazy. on, down on percentage is Sydney. However, they, they play Hawthorne, same points. Um, and then you've got GWS, Melbourne and Geelong currently making up the top eight. Yeah, Port Adelaide which I very... don't think, I think the eight's set, it's just what order. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Port Adelaide can make up that percentage and I don't think Geelong will lose to Gold Coast. Geelong are playing Gold Coast, yeah. Yeah. However, the Melbourne GWS one's the very interesting. Um, yeah, that's a home final, basically, they're playing for. Yeah, um, yeah, really. Um, well, but they'll, they'll, it's like they'll play each other next week. It just depends on what ground, won't they? Yeah, I think so. Well, did you see after the Eagles... So the Demons-Eagles game was a good game of footy, may I just say. And I think it highlighted Demons are a little bit like a more skilled full Fremantle, they're a good contested team, uh, they create heaps of chances and then they muck heaps of them up, mm-hmm. but they, they've been mucking up not enough to lose them games and now they're quite a good final side. Uh, the Eagles, on the other hand, like can play shit and just kick all their goals and just make everything into a goal and make a bad game look like they did okay. And that game basically summed that up. The Demons should have been up by like 30 points at quarter yeah. time. We were up by like eight or something. <laughs> and then, yeah, Eagles draw in front. So Melbourne won in some hostile conditions. I'll give them the credit for that. But after the game, the siren went and Lacra and Neville Jetta were like fighting. Neville Jetta's a pretty passive dude. 
So I don't know what Lacroix did. I reckon it was probably something racial. Put that out there. The stirring up? Yeah, I don't know. But it was post-game. I don't know, the French man. What's he, what was he saying? Yeah, that's interesting. It was, I it mean, was when West weird. Coast hit a he front... He was way that. too aggressive. For, look, Neville Jeter had just won a really important game to send his team into finals, and he was very angry. And yeah, old Lecker... And the crowd was like, much. "What? I didn't. I didn't say that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say anything bad then." Come yeah, on, man. Leave me alone. I thought they were going to get run over the top, but it's good. I but thought so too. Uh, I was probably cheering a little bit for Melbourne. Yeah, it'll be crazy. I don't think. I think Eagles will finish. If you're doing, we're going to do. We're going to do a bit of a run through for a ladder prediction, Juddy. Yeah, so. Eagles should finish second. So we'll see yeah, Eagles anyway. finish second, and then we'll see Collingwood go to. 60 points, their percentage at the moment. I mean, first of all, who's going to win Hawthorne or Sydney? Uh, good question. I think Hawthorne. Hawthorne? Yeah. Okay. Well, Hawthorne, 120.5 percentage. Will Collingwood win and will they improve their percentage from 120.7? Mm. I don't know. On current form, I think they're going to lose. <laughs> so who do you put... So given... Hawthorne have to improve 0.2 of a percentage point and Collingwood play Fremantle. Who do you think is going to finish third? I don't know. Good question. I I don't know anymore. Monkey? Monkey, I said we were going to win by... We were going to lose by 33 points or less. We lost I thought that was modest. I was like, Jody, be more confident. <laughs> I was only 100 points exactly off. <laughs> so... I think that makes the top four then. Collingwood and Hawthorne yeah, finish in the so. top four. So that means... Um, JWS are fifth or Melbourne. So, yeah. So Sydney will play Geelong. Yep. As fifth, fifth versus eighth. eighth. And then I think GWS will play Melbourne at home. And unfortunately, GWS will knock Melbourne out is what I see happening. I think I think Melbourne could, not, could go out first round of the finals. But... Um, if we're going to talk predictions right now, I can see JWS being the Bulldogs, like making it the whole way. Yeah, well, you Just, don't play I that think many. Been, I think they've been gritty this year. I think they've been gritty. They've um, shown more grit. In the past, it was more like talent overcoming like people trying hard, and now they're having to like show grit. Yeah. They've got like, injuries everywhere and stuff. I reckon they're running like a similar Bulldogs sort of a... You know, they're having to show a bit. All these weird dudes are having to play well. DeBoer's playing for them now, man. I just can't... I would s- love for DeBoer to get a flag. Oh, yeah, that'd be unreal. But just them, um, I think when you go to that many... How many... It's like they're th- they've gone three prelims in a row or two? Three. Two at least, yeah. Two. Bulldogs in last year, Richmond, yeah. Yeah. Yep. They, they lose to the Premier each year. Yeah, so I think you come that close... You have to see them going long into September, um, given that they lose so close. I think Geelong... I mean, you have a look at the bottom four of the top eight. Like, it's pretty rowdy. Like, Sydney, Geelong and GWS, that's hard enough. Almost the bottom four looks... Given this year, I mean, Collingwood and Hawthorne, you wouldn't have thought they were top four. Yeah, Collingwood were... Tell you the truth, I would have said Buckley would have lost his job by now. Yeah. Um, And that wouldn't have been paying terribly on odds. Given um, that the teams that miss out mm. are like Port Adelaide, Essendon and Adelaide. Um, like people to lose their job this year would have been St Kilda's coach, Richardson, and Buckley and possibly Goodwin. Like <laughs> and may, like maybe Adam Simpson and now they finished second. So yeah. it's pretty rowdy. I don't know. AFL always throws these up, don't they? It's forming for a very interesting, It'll interesting be a good final, final series. series. Yeah. Um, but it's currently uh, very interesting last round. Um, um, yeah, did you no, wanna... Ben Cousins has been awake for a while. He's been, th- I think he's been awake because he's been <laughs> thinking about how hectic a final series it might be. <laughs> Do you want to just dive into some Ben Cousins comments before we get to questions? Have you got the users' questions? Oh, can you questions? read us that thing? The, the whole the whole comment. No, nah, you posted on the Facebook. I don't. Not going to read it. Check check the Facebook and read. That was check probably one of the best gags I've ever. Check the website. Check check the yeah, follow us on Facebook and check it. <laughs> it was a great gag. Um, it was that that made me lol. 
Mate, Ben Carson's clever. Hey, he's never missed a New Year's countdown since you know since forever. He's always yeah. up. He's always about. He's always awake. Mate, uh, you know what that made me realise? I think shout out Mago. Me and Mago were both like, that is hilarious. And then we were like, hang on a minute. We actually don't care when people pay out Frio. It just matters if it's like the oldest joke in the book and it's not that funny. <laughs> if it's hilarious, like we still find it really funny. <laughs> so I think if you come up with a new joke, I will laugh at it if it pays out my club. But if it, you're just like, where's your premiership cup? It's like, oh, well, that's not that really that clever, funny or original. So I'm probably not going to laugh at it. I'm not cut. I'm just not finding it funny. No, get around. Get around the latest Facebook post. It is a, it it's is pretty a funny. good gag. Um, let's let's dive into some questions because we've got to get to questions and we've got to get to team of the... Do you want to do team of the century this week uh, or do you want to do it next maybe week? Maybe let's do it next week because... Um, so shout out to Jack Carrington-Jones who always posts a question, which is great. But um, he has a theory to run by us and th- this week he was like, hustling me to do it and I was pretty keen to get him on but um, like obviously last night we couldn't do it and tonight I was like a bit hustled for time and I was like Jack mate it's not going to work you're going to have to come on tomorrow man and, or next week and he was like so good about it man Jack's a good dude um, so next week you'll hear Jack's theory about the fixtures and how to fix it in a segment we'll have a Jack segment and then we'll also do our best team ever the team of well, the team of forever for Freo, probably. Yeah, we haven't had any posts about it, but we've got, we're going to get to the user question, and then we're going to get to the much-loved quiz. I've got a 15-question quiz this week. For me? Yeah. Nice. Have I've, you done it yet? Yeah, I've taken... No, I'm stole, I've stolen it off the yeah. AFL website. But yeah, that's fine. That's the best place to get those quizzes. I've got the questions to read. The Wait, f- can I just run it through a quick nickname? So we're playing Collingwood this week. My Ho Check. You gotta keep your your hose in check, mate. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go through some questions. Do you All wanna right. do the first one? Robert Forsyth. Robert makes a very good question. Um and Juddy, I'm asking you this because you're probably the best one to answer it. Hey guys, happy to be a fan of the pod and your views of Fremantle. What is your opinion on what Freo have gained from the new state-of-the-art training facility? He's maybe having a dig there at injuries possibly, Juddy. I think yeah. we can get into that. I make particular reference to the injuries that have occurred and our woeful skill levels at the game. Surely this cannot continue if we had to rise up the ladder next year. Well, I think we've sort of covered a little bit of that. Firstly, I think it's... the way you play is reflected by what you value and Mark Duffield talks about this. So Freo value effort and defence and they do both relatively well to a degree within within a certain structure. But then beyond that, they fall down when they turn the ball over because they don't value skill. So I think the skill thing needs to be like, okay, miss a target and you're out. Like, like they need to value it as much as they value the, this effort tackle pressure thing that we sometimes bring but don't always bring. And if we value that, our skill will get better. I don't think that's training facility um, related. I think that's sort of team aim and values and how we how we go about a whole preseason. But in terms of the new facility, I think it's really good. I, I don't know if any of our injuries or many of them have happened on the training track. Like I think Sandalands tweaked a calf today, but it was a like a ready-made calf injury. I think a lot of our injuries happened at games. Yeah, like but here. how can how can the like the pre-season, the training, the building up of strength, the conditioning, oh, stuff, how can yeah. that like is there I any don't know way? if the the equipment you've got changes that that much. Um, I think that's more of the draw card. Like if you've got this awesome facility, like if you're running lead weights, like water bottle weights, like you can still get strong. It just doesn't look as pretty. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think like you can run prison weights and still get real strong. All right, but, but all like, in co- like using the new facilities in terms of people yeah. and facility, is there any way you can stop these kind? I mean, Richmond had the oh, most ridiculous, know. or is it just kind of like a... But has anything changed for Richmond in the last year? I think they've just had a really good run with injury. Yeah, you can't... And the injuries they've had have been like one in, one out type players. Like yeah. They can just, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a luck thing. 
it's probably partially a training program thing. Um, it's very multifactorial when these soft tissue injuries happen. Yep. Um, and I think a lot of people try to blame one thing and it'd be like you go down the park and roll your ankle and you try and blame like the boot you're wearing. It's like, well, really, was it that? Or was it like everything that just happened? So I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say, Robert, but great question. And I'm happy that you're a fan of the pod as well. Thank you. Rob Dog. All Rob right. Dog 2.0. I get next question. Bring it on. All right. Hey, Guy. Rosie Carrington-Jones has said, hey, Guy. So I think she's talking to you, Ben. Yep. I've got another twofer for you this week. Excellent. One, what did Frio do or didn't do to deserve that? I feel like Frio did everything to deserve that and the fans did nothing to deserve that. <laughs> All right, you can have the second question. In honour of the superstars Freo re-signed last week, what is your favourite Ballantyne, Mundy, Bennell and Sandlands moment? So what's firstly, what's your favourite Ballantyne moment? When he's running away from um, um, Geelong. Uh, oh, yeah, when he kicked that goal. The goal of the year. That was goal of the year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, from 50. He was... I think it was When Pabs. he basically ran from the back flank, almost. Yeah, he was chasing it out front. And he went left and right and took a bounce. I forgot who yeah. he was running. It was from Geelong. It was um, the guy that retired. Milburn, not Milburn, someone else. No, it wasn't Milburn. He could have got traded. But it was just... And it just yeah, missed the post. Um, yeah, it lit, it snuck in. Yeah, yeah I was at good. that game, and that was that was Lechfine. Bennell, uh, or Monday. Favorite Har- Harley Bennell when he kicked the first goal for Freo. <laughs> I don't, I don't have any. I don't know when he did his car for the fourth time. Yeah, uh, fourth Mon- time, fourteenth time. <laughs> Monday ones of any after the siren moment. I was at the game where Monday kicked it after the siren for Richmond. I was standing behind the kick, like literally could see the angle that he was kicking on and he kicked it through the goals. That has to be up there. That's probably not... That is up there, but my favourite one was the one after Richmond because I was... That was my, the Richmond one, you No, idiot. no, no, the, the one before it. Sorry, oh, the, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. I, I was um, at Splendour at that time. I it was Saturday night. It. it was mental. I watched it on my phone in the middle of Splendour. <laughs> I did <laughs> say I'd take this question. Sorry. <laughs> I got excited. Yeah, well, yours, like your story is way better than mine. I just had to scull a Guinness after Monday kicked that one. Um, Why did you have to scull a Guinness? I was at a mate's place and, we, and I had a Guinness and they're like, if Monday kicks this, you got to scull it. And I was like, I'll straight arm it. Like, I will yeah. happily. Um, yeah, Monday's oh, man, got too many. that as well. Uh, what about Sandy? What's your favourite Sandy moment? I can remember him taking a bounce. Yeah, good. What about one time I bailed Sandy up at a wedding that I was at? Oh, yeah, that'd be... <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't see it's it, but it's sweet. up there. It's, that's up there. <laughs> I got a photo of that. Actually, he got a photo with uh, my sister-in-law Monday. recently. Um, with who? Sandlands and my sister-in-law got a photo together. It was pretty... pretty. He was walking around the members area there. That was pretty exciting. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, good on him. Massive. He is massive. He's a big dude. Man, I, yeah, he was sitting down and then like I had to bend down to be face level with him, but I didn't have to bend down very far. <laughs> He's a big, very long unit. I was yeah. trying to get him down to uni footy club at the time. I was like, hey, what are you doing after you retire? Do you want to come play uni? Yeah. He was like, it's probably the only way I'd get into uni. And I was like, mate, you could walk into this shit. Um, all right. Do you want to read Jack's question? Yeah, we'll go Jack's. It's a two-part question. First one, in the off-season, if there's no big movement in coaching or coach positions at the club, assistance coaching positions, should we expect any improvement next year? Yeah, we definitely should. I think just on the players that we will be in their second season alone, we'll be better. We'll be better? I'd be very disappointed if we don't win. So you know how this year we said, like, we want to win 10 games and we didn't? And there's some things you can draw from that positive, but it's still disappointing. Next year, we need to be like 10 to 12 or else there yeah. needs to be a very, very good reason. Well, 12 wins gets you final, so we need 12. Gets very close, yeah. Um, let's roll the no, second No, I would not wax your mo off and then wear it for six months or whatever Jack said, by the way. Mate, my moustache is pretty... I, I mean, you're in the minority there. So you don't yeah, want to have it? he's got a pretty cute dog. Very cute dog. Yeah, it's a, a little... A Poma Husky or whatever they're called. Yeah, a little snow fox. I get the favourite question from Leonie Turner, who, shout out Leonie, she's becoming... 
she's up there for we've got a lot of number she's, one. She's top five, isn't she? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love her. Like, she just seems like one of those fans. Like, whatever, as long as the Eagles lose, which I do. I don't like. I don't endorse, but I do also love it. It's like I feel like she's just a reasonable fan that doesn't want yeah. like. Every time we lose, doesn't want to burn the house down. No, nah, yeah, she's, not, she's <laughs> just like, all right, we lost away. again. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. All right, read it out. Oh, you want me to read it to you? Sorry. Yeah, and don't all answer right. it. It's my question. Oh, I won't. <sighs> all right, hi guys. Always enjoy listening to the pod, especially the quizzes. Good quiz. We got a big quiz up. tonight. Yeah, big fifteen question quiz. <laughs> just now. for you, Leone. Uh, can we turn it around this this and beat Collingwood on Saturday? How cool would it be if Brisbane won next Sunday? <laughs> it would be, it would be cool for a couple of reasons. If Brisbane won, um, because it jump it mucks with the ladder. So and I love that. Like it could possibly put Collingwood, which would this is kind of it tricks the the question a bit, but it could put Collingwood up into second, which means West Coast travel to MCG. It just messes with the ladder, and I do love nothing but an upset like fifteenth first second Brisbane get up. Um, so it would be very cool. Obviously, I think any time 15th place beats second, it's obviously pretty cool. Mate, Brisbane... Sorry, can I have an input into this? Yeah, definitely. Brisbane are not a bad side and are hard to beat at home. Eagles have to travel five hours when they're going to finish, probably second anyway. Um, and, you know, oh, they're missing... Darling's coming off a concussion. Kennedy's still not, not playing. Gaff's out. Do you yeah, want to guess the odds for Brisbane? I reckon they'd be paying heaps, and I'd get on the under. What would they be is. paying? Guess. Ah, uh, forty-four. Four dollars forty. So, so I thought you meant points. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, I reckon they'd be like six bucks. You reckon they'd be six dollars? Yeah. Sports bet have them at two dollars fifty. Oh shit! I'm gonna have a look right now. That's pretty rowdy. So. Two fifty. Uh, yeah, it oh, is. Wow. Yeah, it is. It is possible, Leone, that they could get up. Um, can we turn 11, it around? Eleven point five points is the line. Yeah. Oh, good bad, God. Fifteenth versus second. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that into punting after the quiz. But Leone, can we beat Collingwood on Saturday? Given what Collingwood have to play for, I would be very surprised if we can get up. Collingwood could could get top two, which is. Yeah. This so is like an extra round of finals. It, the more I looked at it, I was like, oh, Collingwood are actually playing to heaps this game. <laughs> it's it's literally first round of finals this week. Yeah, it is. Um, it sucks that we're playing Collingwood. <laughs> but, I mean, look forward to it. We'll be there, Leone, but I just they've got too much to I, do. So I think it'll be like last year, although we played Essendon who were out of... No, they were, in their, they were going to play finals, their first week of finals. Um, we got pumped twice in a row, 100 points, 100 points. And then we came out against Essendon and lost by like 20 points. And we were like in it, but like got put away in the last quarter. But, you know, it wasn't that bad a game. Yeah. I think that final last-ditch effort overrides a lot of the like stupid, um, like you, you give up mentality when you're not made playing finals. Like it's our last game, let's just go out and hurt them, blah, blah, blah. Like you can fire up for one last game, but the second and third last game, generally it's like, man, we've got three more weeks. We're going to get done here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like we'll fire up. We'll be better than last week, but I'm hoping yeah. that it's under under 40 points. We'll be better, but I mean, that's going to be hard to improve. But thank you yeah. for the, thanks for the questions, yeah, everyone. Thanks, team. Big thanks, fan gang. of all the questions. Yeah. We're glad we got through all of them. Now, before punting, we'll do punting last. Yeah. Let's quickly get into this 15-question quiz. Are you prepared, Juddy? I need you to... I am. I just turned the volume up a little bit. That's um, can you talk out your answers a little bit so the people at home have time to answer? Just talk. If you know straight away... I think give it like a five-second delay. Yeah, well, cool. I'll just like talk about it a bit. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Who kicked nine goals? Oh, it's... it's this Are these Dockers related? It's Indigenous related. I was meant to okay. bring that up. So it's a Indigenous goals. related. Okay. Who kicked nine goals in an AFL match? Buddy. Buddy? <laughs> like what AFL match? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, like Buddy has, I'm sure. Yeah, but it's Indigenous related. Yeah. Maybe. Has Buddy kicked nine? No, he's kicked 
kicked a lot. So I don't know if he's kicked nine specifically. Okay, who kicked nine goals in an AFL match? Shay Cocker, two Collins, Aaron Davey, yeah. Jeff Farmer, or Dean Rioli? Oh, Farmer. It's definitely Farmer. Yeah. I remember the game. Yeah. Oh, it's Ducky. It was when he was at Melbourne. Screaming at the uh, shout out Ducky. Probably very angry then. I don't want to give the. Because if I do the. If I read out the four, it's too easy. So I'm trying to do it without giving So, the... do you know the game that he kicked nine? I'm pretty sure he was like, did nothing in the first half. That like, all, like eight or nine of them were in the second half. He yeah. just couldn't miss. It was mental. It's very good highlights if you ever want to YouTube it. All right. This is a, I'm going to turn this into a two-parter. Who played in the 2004 grand final? 04? Yeah. It was Port Brisbane. Who won the Norm Smith? Uh, oh, Port player. Oh, it was the indigenous guy, Pickett. Correct, Juddy. Well done. Yeah, Byron Pickett. This is going to be pretty good if you get it. Name the two triple premiership players. Uh, Sean Burgoyne. And? Are they both Hawthorne? Or is, oh, it's one of them, um, Brisbane, maybe. Um, like Chris Johnson or Chris... Who's the other Indigenous Triple Premiership player? Now, if I read out the four options, you would yeah, probably... Yeah, you would get probably, You'd get it, yeah. Is Sean Bergen one of them? Surely. He's mm. played in three. <laughs> Sean's definitely played in three, and hasn't Buddy? He? No, it's not Buddy. Oh, he's only played in two. 08 and 2013. Yeah, so if I read you that, you're probably not going to get it, if, and I wouldn't have got Good. this. No, no. no. Two. Yeah, right. read me the answers, and I'll see what the other one I missed was. Sean Burgoyne hasn't won three. Really? No. <laughs> well, he's won four. Oh, it was the Brisbane players, but I've clicked too quick, so I've lost the answer, and I forgot. Oh, no. No, it wasn't. Chris Johnson? Yeah, it was Chris Johnson and another. And, um, God, I'm going to have to go. Number 33, it Clark. Yeah. It was the Is two Brisbane players. I, how has Sean Burgoyne not won three? How was he not playing in 2013 to 2015? You know what it, did he miss? You know why it was? Because one of the options was Peter and Sean Burgoyne, and obviously Peter hasn't won three. So Sean yeah. has, but it was a combination. Sorry, I should have uh, read the. I should, I'll read the, I'll read the options from now on. Yeah, cool. Name the two. Me. Name the two Brownlow medalists: Gilbert McAdam and Michael O'Loughlin. A. No. B. Gavin Wanganine and Adam Goods. Yes, correct. Dale Kickett and Jeff Farmer. <laughs> I wish. Ronnie Burns and Winston Abraham. I wish as well. Yeah, easy. That's an easy one. As soon as you hear Gavin, ninety-seven percent of people got that right, Daddy. Yeah, fair enough though. Um, for which I don't need to give you the options for this one sorry I should have given you the options for the three time premiership players for which AFL club did Barry Cable play North Melbourne so you're, you're going to lock in North Melbourne can you give me the options I'll give you the options Juddy's yeah. gone North Melbourne it's Eagles Carlton Kangaroos and Magpies Barry Cable I thought it was Kangaroos Correct, Juddy. Yeah, okay, cool. He wasn't Indigenous, so I don't know what... I don't know. He was. I thought he was. Nah, I don't think so. Oh, well, the photo wasn't him. Anyway, <laughs> the photo was just of a white... I thought he was as well, but then the photos are just a white, dude. A white guy His with sponsor. a North Melbourne <laughs> scarf on. Which player was captain of an AFL club? Barry Cable, Jeff Farmer, Gavin Wanganine, or Andrew McLeod? Uh, Wanganine. Correct. Was it Essendon? I don't think he was captain when he was... Because he played for Port, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was captain when he was at Essendon. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember, though. Anyway. All right, this is a good one. Which player has not won a Norm Smith medal? Yeah. Michael Long, Andrew McLeod, Maurice Rioli, or Gavin Wanganine? Maurice Rioli. Maurice. Do you mean Maurice? So you said Reese. Maurice. 
All right, so what was the first one? Michael Long, Andrew McLeod, Maurice Rioli, or Gavin Wanganeen? So I'm pretty sure Gavin Wanganeen won the first year. Bombers won in like 93. Yeah. McLeod won in 97 and 98. Um, Michael Long. I reckon it's Michael Long. Didn't I he? was tossing up between him or Rioli. I'm looking. Oh, Juddy. Gavin Wanganeen. Gavin Wanganeen never won a thing. No, that's what they reckon. Do you want to no check way. this? Who won 93? Nah, we don't have time for that. Alright. Who, who kicked more than 60 goals in 2004? Let me give you the option. So, what happened in 2004? Give the boys. Do you want to... So, in 2004, Brizzy. Brisbane were really good. Port came up and they did the choker thing in the finals. Collingwood probably were up there. Uh, I don't know who else. Frio... Made the finals the previous year. Probably didn't make finals. Alright, you ready for the four options? Let's go. Who kicked more than 60 goals? 60, yeah. Leon Davis, Jeff Farmer, Phil Matera, or Michael O'Loughlin? Leon Davis, Farmer. I don't think it was Farmer. I don't think he's ever done that. If he has, it wasn't that year. Leon Davis... Surely not. And then who are the other two? Michael O'Loughlin and Phil Matera. I'd say O... Oh, Phil Matera? No, O'Loughlin. Surely it's got to be O'Loughlin. Phil Matera? Fuck off. He kicked 60 goals. That is a ludicrous amount of goals. For little Phil. Wowee. That is a lot of goals. Alright, this isn't... Question number nine. Which cracker is older, Jim or Phil? Jim. Oh, that's tight. Correct, Jim. Yeah, nice. Oh, very interesting. For which WAFL club did the Cracker Brothers play for before joining North Swan Melbourne? District. Chaddy, I said to talk it out so the people at home could play. <laughs> it was Claremont. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe Claremont is to house. I just think Swan Districts, because that's where... Um, oh, I Andrew hope some Cracker people was. I hope some people playing at home got Claremont there and they were shouting, whatever, Juddy. Yeah, Duck might have got that. I think um, Duck would have. I was just thinking Swan Districts, because Andrew was there in that awesome final week where he had like 47 touches and kicked five goals, or whatever it was, including the winning goal. Mm. I think my dad, I think dad's name was at that It was game. against Claremont, funnily enough. True or false? Question number 11. True or false? Nicky Winmar's brother also played AFL football. True. True? Yeah. False. Oh, wow. He's got many... There's many Winmars running around. All cousins. It's continuing with the Winmars, what were Winmar's birth names? Neil Elvis, Nicholas Prince, Nelson Bono, or Neville Sting? They are all great names. Bono was probably the one that stuck out the most. Bono. (laughs) I think Neil Elvis. Neil Elvis, good God. Not Bono? Or Sting? No. This is another random one that's just popped up. True or false, legendary Ruckman Polly Farmer's left leg was shorter than his right leg. Correct. Jack, you're so confident with these. Do you actually know? Yeah. Yeah, how has that evolved? <laughs> True. True. For which... All right. This will probably stop me. A second last question, Juddy. For which BFL club did Pasta Sir Douglas Nichols... Pasta. <laughs> you said that like the food, not the priest. Pasta? Pasta. Pasta? Yeah. Yeah, go on. So Douglas Nichols plays 54 games. Which VFL club? Doug Nichols. Doug uh, Nichols. Bull, I'd say Bulldogs. You want to go Bulldogs? You want the options? Yeah. Or are you going to go Bulldogs? Yeah, I'll have the options. Carlton, Fitzroy, Geelong, Melbourne. Oh, shit. Even it's if Fitzroy was right, I would have got you on a technicality. Fitzroy and Footscray are different. Yeah, okay. Um, I will say Carlton. 
Fitzroy. <laughs> oh, damn it. Fitzroy are the Lions now. So Fitzroy joined Brisbane. Footscray are the Bulldogs. This is That's why you're confused. You're never yeah, sorry. You're never gonna get this, but I mean it's an interesting fact for people to Here we go. Um who was taken if you get this I'll buy your carton. Mm. Or a sick no, I'll buy a sick pack realistically. Who was taken the forty third pick in the nineteen ninety seven national draft? Leon okay. Davis. Yeah. Adam Goods. Aaron Davey or Byron Pickett? I suppose you've got to work through this as in... Ooh. So, Leon Davis, 1997. Bit too young, bit too old. They're all around the right age for that draft, aren't they? Yeah. Aaron Davies, yeah. Byron Pickett might be a bit too old. I reckon Aaron Davey. Goods, Goods seems too I young. I think Goods was higher. I think Leon Davis might have, like, fell down the draft a bit higher than 43. Like, it would have been, like, a second or third rounder. Third rounder, early third. I reckon Aaron Davey. I think Aaron Davey would have gone lower. My, I think it's Goods, my mind. I don't know, but we'll go Davey. I think Goods was 43. That would be an outrageous amount of games for a 43 pick. It was You're Adam right. Goods. Oh, good God. Good God. Jody, do you want to know how many you got right? Nine. Seven out of 15. Seven. Well, nearly passed. Um, Fewer than you, like, set me up. Yeah, if you, I mean, you can't, if you're going to do a quiz, yeah, it's more of a quiz where you've got to be looking at it, I suppose. Sorry about that, Chatty. Sorry about people playing at home. Um, sorry, it's better than the other quizzes I've done. That was a good quiz, though. That's yeah. some good knowledge. Good Indigenous um, knowledge. Yeah, let's, let's power through some punting. People might have some last week tips and some... They want to know some roughies and help, and then we'll, we'll let yeah, people Yeah, we both know. did terribly last week. Yeah, I went I went Essendon again for like probably the hundredth time this season. Yeah. Um, this week, I am. If Brisbane were paying more than three dollars, I'd get on them. There were a I few that I was looking at. Mate, GWS was... are paying two dollars eighty. Um. I'm going to get on GWS at $2.80. Yeah, where, where's GW, where is GWS? On Saturday? Sunday game. Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that. But, like, how weird's the Brisbane West Coast one? How weird's the Sydney Hawthorne one? I mean, just toss a coin between those. Western Bulldogs, three games in a row, coming up against Richmond. What about a little upset late in the season? You get around an upset there. Brisbane going for four in a row against Richmond. They've got the retiring great Gribbs. Is it Gribbs or Gibbs or Gibbs? Pardon? Uh, I'll have to check who retired this week from... <laughs> pretty sure it starts with G. You continue, I'll search it. Hang on, who, did you, who are you saying retired? Biggs. Shane Biggs. From Shane Biggs Bulldog. is like 25. 27. <laughs> He's retired. Are you sure? Today, yeah. Bulldogs Premiership Hero retires at 27. I read it oh, today. Wow. I just I read and I've got it on my phone. Yeah. So I didn't know that. Oh, mate. It's, look, you should be surprised as well. Yeah, I am surprised that you knew something about the game. Um, no, you should be surprised he's 27 and retiring. <laughs> yeah, I know. If I can still run around on a Friday night, he can too. Um, um, but yeah, I think they'll get up for bigs given that Juddy didn't know that he'd retired and I got an <laughs> AFL fact right. Um, the 63-gamer, he was massive around the club. He's a cult figure. Interesting story, side story. So one time I, I referred to, you know how Lockie Hunter for um, Bulldogs? I was like, oh, how good's the Milk Hunter? And Henry, uh, shout out Henry, was like, Oh, who, who are you calling the milk hunter? Is it Shane Biggs? And I was like, no, mate. I'm calling the milk hunter Lockie Hunter. And he's like, oh, good God. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Yeah, no, I'd never be too ashamed, Henry. We can hang in the conversation. Yeah. But for that reason, for the conversation we just had, for no real good reasons, actually, Richmond will probably pump Western Bulldogs. But, you know, it's the roughest one for him. a reason. They're not putting up many good roughies this year. I mean, Freo are playing. Well, Freo are playing five dollars fifty. Five bucks, yeah. Which is ludicrous. That. That's too. They should be paying eighteen dollars. 
Yeah, and then I'd put money on them. Um, should we talk about who's in this week? We've got some good ins. I don't know who's in. I got it ready to go, mate. We got Joel Hamling back in, which is probably our most important player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Hill comes back in, who's probably been our most inconsistent player. Mm-hmm. Sam Switowski, who played well in his first game against Carlton. Oh, the and big then, Swiss maestro. Yeah, the the sweet the Swiss multi bite. Swiss stick. Um, and then Darcy Tucker is back in, and then we lose Bailey Banfield. Don't know why he got admitted. Uh, Nighthouse, Gyro, and Walters did his hammy. So, so he actually, know, he finally did his hammy. Yeah, he did his hammy a week late. Lucky we flew him all the way to Geelong, like flew him to Melbourne and then drove him to Geelong and then he did his hammy and then we drive him back to the airport and fly him back and it's like, oh, I'm a bit sore. But yeah, cheers, don't just not play him. Mm. Um, he made a big difference in that game though, like nearly won us the game. The old, it's a bit sad to see the kebab get omitted. The kebab. Yeah. The, the, the euros. The euros. <laughs> Isn't euros like the sponsor that Purple Rain have? The I'm Giros. not sure. I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's just definitely Stephen Jaro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. But euros is a kebab, isn't it? It's like you can eat. Euros is some sort of meat, Greek meat, yeah. And it's G Y R O. I'm pretty yeah, or Y or something like that. Whatever. Stefan Gyro, the kebab, he's Stephen out. Stefan Euros, yeah. Um, old What's my your house. prediction, mate? Oh, not good. Um, really not good. Like I, I hope said we before, get under forty. Yeah. It just this is like the first week of finals for Collingwood. They have to try and get top two, and they have to. Yeah, they, but they don't want to get injured. Yeah, I think top two is more important. I think getting a home final against West Coast, because it's either home final against West Coast or they travel to Perth, they go home, they travel back to Perth to play West Coast. Mm, They need... So this is, I mean, this is bigger than... Yeah, this is... Yeah, this sets up their season for my mind. So they can't lose this game. Bigger than Ben White. Tough, but yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, they... They have to win this week, and they have to win yeah, convincingly. Um, if we somehow get up, we really, we pretty much, if we somehow manage to get up, we have basically ruined Collingwood's season in one game. Yeah, we could send them down to fifth, basically. Um, yeah. We could. Um, what's your prediction, mate? Well, I'm hoping that we lay down so that Collingwood can win, the Eagles lose to Brisbane, and the stars align. The Eagles come fifth. <laughs> and then somehow they get straight sets out of finals and we don't have to listen to Eagles fans tell us how shit we are anymore. Yeah, well, heard it before. possibly. Um, who knows? But I'll be there. Be happy to see the last game of the season. Um, look forward yeah, to it. it'll be good. The boys will be reconvening. Uh, we'll be back for the last... Last episode we'll have, of the we'll have a last week, a pre-finals week. You know, everyone's going to be bored in that week off. So, yeah, hopefully we can reconvene on better terms. <laughs> well, we've said that before. Yeah, but um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for getting no, around. Thank you very much. Um, thanks for hanging out. Friday yeah. treat. Thank you. All right. See you later, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>